Hey, fabulous listener. If you want to become a powerful and profitable trauma-informed coach, my business partner, Kushla, and I have a special free five-day training starting next Monday, April 29th. To join us, you can simply message me the word powerful at Erin Anderson Trauma Coach on Instagram or on Facebook, you can find me at Erin Anderson Betrayal Trauma Coaching and we'll send you the details so you can join us. We're going to be sharing some special training on our body, mind, energy approach to help clients have faster shifts and healing and how we make a consistent five figures each month as trauma-informed coaches. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know may like, make sure you come join us for this five-day challenge. We're going to be sharing more in there than most paid programs. Welcome to the other side of the struggle. This is a podcast where we talk about trauma, how to heal it, and then how to take it and use it to unlock your mission and your potential and to use it to live your very best dream life. When you're dealing with betrayal trauma, it can be hard to know how to heal it, how to stop the pain, and to know what your next steps are to take in your own life. And these are the questions that we try to answer here. Trauma has the ability to rob us of our joy and identity, which is why it's so miserable to experience. But with the right tools and with the right mindset, we can totally reclaim that joy and even use this trauma to strengthen ourselves so that way trauma does not knock us off of our joy again. Living your dream life should be a non-negotiable, but trauma tends to try to negotiate that with you. And even though trauma is not something that we will completely ever be free of in our life, the pain is negotiable. This is why I created Erin Anderson Betrayal Trauma Coaching and this podcast is because I want my listeners, I want my clients to live, truly live free from the prison that trauma can put you in. I want you to live on the other side of the struggle. Trauma can be a beast. It has the potential to get you to believe things about yourself that just aren't true. Things like, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not beautiful, and the list goes on. And each one of those beliefs cause a crack in our hearts. And I get it. Going through my own betrayal trauma, these were a lot of the things that I used to think, plus many others. So when I had the meditation to see each one of those cracks as a way of healing, and not just of healing a flesh and blood heart, but the ability to heal a flesh and blood heart to gold, was transformational. And now I want to give you 
that exact same transformation for free. Pick up my Heart of Gold meditation. It is absolutely free and I want to see it give you the exact same transformation that it did me. So check out the description below. Pick up the Heart of Gold meditation. The link is right there in the description. And while you're at it, don't forget to click on the Calendly link above to make sure that you schedule some one-on-one time with me to help you personally get through your betrayal trauma. All right, with that, let's listen to this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Other Side of the Struggle. Today we are talking about the gift that keeps on giving. And um, if you don't know what that gift is, let me just say it is this thing that everybody wants, everybody finds valuable, everyone is searching for, and everyone is find, trying to find some kind of meaning in this, okay? And it's like we go on this lifelong quest to find it. And the scriptures have even mentioned it many, many, many times, especially in the purpose of God to us, in his words to us, like what is his purpose to us? And he says, my mission and purpose is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And then the very next thing he says is men are that they might have joy. Ah, recognize that word. It's that thing that everybody wants. We're all been, we've all been looking for it. But. Maybe it's been a little bit hard to find lately. However, we know it's super valuable. We know that we want it. We know that it gives us some sort of stability in life and a beacon and a light forward. Because even when times are rough, even when we can have sadness in our life or we're experiencing something that is just a bit intense. We know that joy will be the thing to get us back on track and into creation mode again. And it's what we create in this life that brings us joy. You know, for an example, I remember being stuck in trauma and not feeling very much joy at all. However, even though trauma hasn't completely left my life, and even though people around me are really fantastic, they really are, but sometimes they do still make poor decisions that affect me in a very negative way. 
even though that still happens, I am able to move forward in creation mode because I feel joyful and that joy gets you into wanting to do, wanting to create, wanting to experience the fruit of your labors. And that gets you confidence and excitement for life. Getting into creator mode is really seriously where the joy is at and where it stays. So let's talk about joy today. This gift that keeps giving because it just keeps recycling itself through our lives even when times get hard. If you got you guys have heard me talk about the four main energies before which is your spiritual energy, your mental energy, your emotional energy and your physical energy. So mental, spiritual, emotional and physical, right? Those are your four main energies. And we operate out of these four main energies in a way that if we're not feeling a spiritual connection or a a mental, emotional, or a physical connection to life, or if we feel like the connections we're having are negative, it can seriously rob us of our joy. Joy is linked to these four main energies in a really big way because if you feel like your spiritual energy is full, then you actually feel very joyful in your spiritual energy. If you feel like your physical energy is full, you feel joyful in your physical energy. And so there's there's joy to be found in all of these four energies and when you have joy in all four it's amazing how everything comes together it's amazing how you just feel alive and full of purpose and just amazing and confident and fabulous and so you know this these are like the things that we really focus on when i coach is yes obviously the seven pillars of living an unashamed life but we also talk about these four main energies and how you're feeling in each one and can you can even do like a a questionnaire and uh we set up like this, how do you feel zero to one? And then we go through and score it, right? Um, but trauma depletes these main energies. And it, it really makes it feel like joy is that pie in the sky, elf on the shelf kind of concept where you can see it. It looks pretty, but don't touch it. 
that's what it feels like. That's what trauma can make it feel like. Now, I'm not saying that trauma is just going to magically disappear out of your life when you decide to adopt these joyful principles, right? Um, But what I am saying is that you can learn how to create and maintain joy even in trauma. That's what I'm saying. And when you maintain your joy in trauma, the next time a traumatic incident comes, it doesn't stick. It goes by a lot faster. It does, and it just doesn't hold with you. Let's talk about these four main energies and kind of do a just a check-in today to see how you guys are doing with these energies um, and where you feel like you really need to, you know, up the ante, step in a bit more. So I think the first thing we're going to start with is the spiritual joy, because if you've listened to my podcasts now for a bit, you've heard me talk about the relational tears. You've got your relationship to God, relationship to self, relationship to others, and relationship to abundance, right? So those are all there. Obviously, your spiritual energy is linked to the God energy. Emotional and mental energies are linked very much to God and self. And your physical energies are uh, related to your others and your um, abundance. And I would even say that uh, the, the mental and emotional can also be linked to the others tier as well. But um, that's why I'm saying, like, when you feel full in these energies, it really does help bring your relationships to life. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with this spiritual energy and finding joy spiritually. Okay, and obviously, like I said, it's linked to that relationship with God. So, number one, let's check in. How do you feel in your relationship to God? Like, um, I would invite you right now to go ahead and get out a piece of paper and us, you know, just kind of score it. One to ten. One, I don't feel connected to him at all. Ten, it's like I'm sitting on his lap right now. Like, I'm super connected. So, where is your connection with God? How do you feel like you're doing in that relationship? Okay. Second question, this isn't a 0 to 10 question, but it's still very much an important question and it's worth looking into. What do you feel like perfection is? Do you feel like um, 
it's something that you have access to now. What is your definition of perfection? And then the next question is, is how does your definition apply to God? Like, does your definition of perfection describe, like, an all-loving, all-perfect, most wonderful God? Or does it describe something that feels out of reach and unattainable to you? Because, and the reason I ask this, okay, is because if your definition of perfection describes something that is, like, really far out of reach, then the chances that you kind of feel that way to God are really high. If you feel like he's out of reach, that's a really good indicator that we need to maybe readdress what your definition of perfection is. One of the things that really helped me as I was really considering some of these things in the spiritual energy is instead of like asking, well, where's my perfection? I asked, what does a perfect father look like? A perfect earthly father, what does he do? To me, he was protective, provided well for his family, never said anything cruel. Anytime you were feeling pain or suffering or unsurety, if that's a word, anytime you were feeling anything like that, he's the kind of father that would sit down in front of a rustic fireplace and listen to everything you had to say, consider it, and then he would give you the exact right response, the like the exact right advice, so you could continue to move on with, you know, your creating and and your purposes. So how do you feel about boundaries? It's a legitimate question. A lot of people come to me really struggling with this concept. They often feel guilty for setting boundaries or they're not sure about even what a boundary is. You know, they've heard the term, set the boundary, things like that, but that's really confusing for them because it's not something that's well taught in our society nowadays, right? They know that boundaries are really important to having healthy, constructive, supportive, and wonderful relationships, but why? And oftentimes, they also know that they feel like their boundaries are being violated, but they can't quite pinpoint what the boundary is that's being violated. That's why I've created the Clarifying and Creating Your Boundaries free PDF You can find out what your boundaries are, how to tune in to 
what the boundary needs to be and how to effectively create and communicate your boundary. So that way you stay in this place that respects you, respects the other person, but also gives you the confidence in your boundaries. So that way you stop being gaslighted, disrespected, and unseen. Having your boundaries really clear gives you a voice and also helps the other person stay in accountability with themselves. So that's not a role that you have to take on anymore. So if you are ready to really have clear boundaries, to really understand what your role is in the boundary, and to give yourself some safety and some protection against people that might try to gaslight you or are just being disrespectful, go grab my Creating and Clarifying Your Boundary PDF at AaronAndersonTheTraumaCoach.com. And while you're there, let's schedule a call with me. Come have a chat with me so that way I can really, really help you master this particular skill, creating boundaries, clarifying the boundary, communicating that boundary. And so that way I can also help you have relationships that show up to support you, cherish you, and love you. That's a perfect father. And there's many other facets to what a perfect father is to me. But as I considered that question, what is a perfect father? All of the sudden, perfection didn't seem so out of reach. Neither did my relationship with God. It felt like I like he was right here. All of the sudden, I could actually imagine a relationship. See, we we have to be able to see things in our brain first. And, and the way that we think it should look and the way that we want this to look, we have to see it first in order to create it. Um, nothing you create is ever created out of something that you haven't already envisioned in your mind. That's part of the reason why we love creating is because we like taking something we see in our head and putting it on a canvas in a sense, right? Or when we create music, like I love to create music. Um, I hear it first in my head and then I put it to the piano. Uh, I love to paint. I see it first uh, in my head and then I put it to the canvas. We see things first in our minds. And so if we want to create this relationship with God, then we need to see it first. That means that we're going to try to increase it by spending time. With God, because who doesn't want to spend time with a perfect father that, like, absolutely adores you, dotes on you, like, is just totally present for you? Who doesn't want to spend time with someone like that, right? Um, so, who is God to you? And if you really want to get intentional in this energy then really consider what is a perfect 
father. And you know, something else to consider here as you are, you know, wanting to maybe fill your spiritual bucket a bit more and be more joyful in this energy is consider where are you putting your energy right now? When I was living in trauma, I was definitely putting my energy in into my trauma and it was exhausting. It was so exhausting and I just didn't feel like I had anything left to give, right? And so I wasn't getting like like if you think about this as as like a financial investment whatever I was putting my money into I was not getting a sufficient return. I was putting more in than I was actually getting out. And I considered what would happen if I instead took that energy off of the trauma, trying to solve the trauma, and instead put it into a relationship with God. Like, what would my return be then? Like, if I took all of my, all the time, effort, uh, mental energy, struggle, all of that, and off of the problem that was just not solving itself, and no matter what I did, it wasn't going to solve. What if I took it off of that and instead put it into relationship with God? What if I did that instead? What would my return be? And the question is there for you as well. What are you putting your time, effort, energy, and focus into right now? And what kind of return are you getting? It's a really valid and beautiful question to answer if you are ready to fill your spiritual bucket with joy. Okay? Second is um, your, your mental energy. And... One of the best ways to get a good mentality because trauma will attack you mentally as well, obviously, right? It's one of the four main energies. And you you start to believe things that aren't true. You start to believe things like you're not lovable, you're not beautiful. Maybe your husband has a pornography addiction and you could believe that if only you lost 50 pounds, maybe he'd be attracted to you. Maybe if you gave him more sex, this addiction would go away. And I, just speaking from experience, that's a terrible way to think because it's, it's what leads you to trading your joy for a lot of pain. And it's terrible. It is like slave enforcing 
inducing terrible it, it it's horrible to be a slave to those thoughts because then you start trying to get into things that you want to achieve immediately so you can have immediate results but losing 50 pounds takes time and a whole other energy and mindset and sometimes a totally different way of living and thinking and everything like that. And you want, if you're tying that goal to your husband quitting his addiction, the very next thing, like like the very result you get out of that is extreme disappointment. And the reason why is because you're setting yourself up for why isn't this working? Why can this not happen fast enough? And it's it's like a failure mindset. It's it's a mindset that sets you up for heartache because you're not seeing the results you want quick enough. And you're tying like what you do to his choices, which you have zero control over in the first place. And even just trying to influence his choices, you losing weight doesn't do that. It does, awesome, like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not saying, like, if you want to go you know, get in shape and feel really good in your body, definitely do that because that's that physical energy, right? But don't tie that to your husband quitting his addiction or somebody actually respecting you the way they should because their actions are about their beliefs about themselves, not about their beliefs about you. They may try to gaslight you. They may try to tell you that's wrong. They may try to tell you that it's all your fault. But people's actions, like people's actions rarely have anything to do with how you are living, honestly. They have everything to do with their self-beliefs. Because consider, you may be acting out of this desire to see your husband quit his addiction. But it hurts, your husband's addiction hurts you for a reason. If you really check into what that reason is and you, you... listen to what's really going on in your heart and your head chances are you'll find something in there that says this hurts because I'm not sure if I'm lovable this is where it's really important that we get this mental energy up now I don't believe in affirmations because there's always that little thing in the back of your head that says, this isn't true. 
This is a lie. You're just setting yourself up for failure. Okay, just like flick it in the nose and tell it to leave. Because the truth of the matter is, is once you strengthen this spiritual energy, you've learned to trust God. And you've learned to trust what comes out of his mouth. And so you'll trust it when he says you are worthwhile. You have value. You are my beautiful son or daughter. You're prince or princess of heaven. And this is what I see when I see you. Then, when you go back and say, you know what, I'm a fantastic human, you believe it because it is what God said about you personally. What is it that God thinks? If you want to be one with him, if you want to align yourself with his thought process, then you got to align yourself with the way he sees you first. Your mentality about yourself should match that of your Heavenly Father. That is true humility. Believing you are anything less than a god or a goddess Anything less than a prince or a princess of the highest kingdom ever. Anything less than that is not humility, that's pride. Pride is something we do to look good for someone else. Or to get the approval of someone else. And if you think about it, you don't want to have too high of an opinion of yourself because of what if that doesn't match with what someone else thinks, right? So what if it doesn't? If you have a really good opinion of yourself, and then it's a true opinion and it goes soul deep, then you act like that. And you love like that. And you show up in your life like that. And that is a joyful space to be in. So let's move on to the um, mental, emotional. So the emotional energy. Um. Joy is an emotion. It's an emotion, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, that we want to experience more of. It's something that we want as humans. Because it fuels our creative energies. It fuels our... It's the proof to our mental and spiritual energy. And so when our emotions don't match us spiritually and uh, em- mentally, there's it's almost like we're trying to tell ourselves something and we're not buying it. And we feel like we're lying to ourselves. 
so when you have a really good spiritual and mental energy, your emotional energy shows up that way too. You kind of naturally start to adopt joy at this point and confidence because you are wanting to create out of these energies now. You're wanting, you have faith in yourself. You, you have a good relationship with yourself at this point. Um, and you, you kind of live out of an intention. Um, every one of these energies takes a kind of nutrition and exercise to be healthy, really. And, you know, that that's kind of getting into the physical. But if you think about it, your spiritual energy takes time with God, time in scripture, time studying his word. That's some spiritual exercise right there. And nutrition. We talk about like feasting upon the words of Christ, right? For the words of Christ will tell you all things which he should do. That's scripture right there, guys. And there, there's a reason why we call it feasting. There's a reason why we call it spiritually lifting. And it's it's literally because it is like the nutrition and exercise to that spiritual energy. With mental, it is a big lift. Like taking your thoughts from being totally low and having a very low self-esteem and seeing yourself as having a low importance to, nope, I'm freaking fantastic. I am a, an amazing human. That's a big lift. That takes a lot of energy, actually, to push that up. But it's sustainable. To feed your mind, like literally giving the new, your, your, mental, your mental energy, the nutrition of good thoughts about yourself. Thinking well about yourself, being your own best friend. That's the nutrition. The heavy lifting is... Literally kicking that voice out with truth, saying, uh uh uh, uh. <laughs> you don't get to tell me that I'm not a fantastic human. You don't get to tell me that I don't deserve a backslap. You don't get to tell me that I don't deserve the very best thoughts about myself. Because the truth of the matter is, this is what God thinks about me. Therefore, it has to be true. And then, with your emotional energy, bringing that up, taking time for yourself, believing you are worthy of your own time, believing you are worthy of your own self-forgiveness, believing you are worthy of your own love. And gratitude. That is a emotional and. <laughs> it's 
spiritual, mental, emotional heavy lifting right there. But man, does it feel good. And this is why when trauma comes your way, it's not that bad. Because you're already used to doing some heavy lifting. And you're already used to having so much good spiritual, mental, and emotional nutrition that the virus of trauma, when it comes your way again, doesn't hit as hard because you've already strengthened your immune system. And then last, your physical energy. When you start really giving yourself fabulous nutrition, if you're really looking to scrub your cells clean of trauma, focus on fruits and vegetables that have a golden, purple, deep green, red, or blue color. Those are all actually royal colors. And they actually do help you become more physically healthy, actually. It it does. It scrubs your cells of trauma. Those foods do. But also getting out and getting exercise. Like, it strengthens the spiritual, mental, and emotional as well. These are all things that you need to be at your best self. Christ knew this. Christ understood these energies very, very well. He was who he was, and he knew he was who he was, and therefore his joy was mostly constant. And from his love of God, and the time and effort and energy he spent In that relationship, he gained a deep love of himself. And from spending time with himself and loving who he was and really, really thinking he was amazing himself, came this deep love for others. Because he could see him clearly now. If you can see yourself clearly, you can see other people clearly. It didn't work the other way around. The love of the world was never Christ's priority. Never. And he didn't understand who he was because of others. He understood who he was because of God and himself. And then he acted. His joy spilled over onto others who wanted to be around him because of his joy. They wanted a piece of that. And it was something that they could not deny. It was something they that could not leave them. Because they didn't want it to. They literally, many of his apostles and disciples laid down their lives for this kind of joy. He cherished his joy and love. So he spent time on being loving and joyful. That's who he was. 
That's what made him feel like a fantastic human. And it kept giving back to him and re-energizing him. That's why, that's honestly why he was able to do so many amazing miracles. Joy keeps giving to us because it helps us keep seeking truth. And it's through that truth that we become genius creators. And that joy and truth keeps us in alignment with God and Christ because that's who they are at their core. So what does joy give you? Clarity, focus, energy, peace, truth, creation, vision, support, and the list goes on. Claim your joy this season, my loves. It is so yours for the taking. Take it from someone who has been literally at her breaking point. To someone whose joy doesn't really leave now. It's not perfect yet. But I always come back to this joy. And I come back quickly. You deserve that too. Okay, my loves. Next week we are talking with Kushla and Daniel. They're coming back. I am super excited for this podcast, you guys. I've been looking forward to next week's podcast for weeks. You will love it. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. And we're talking about drawing upon the greatest gift ever given, which is, of course, Christ. Like, how can we draw upon Christ and his energy to be the fabulous creators we are? And Daniel and Kushla are some of the very best creators I know and have the privilege of working with and collaborating with. So I can't wait for you to hear them and to be present with them next week. And until then, I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, fabulous listener. I have a question for you. How done with trauma are you? Are you ready to up-level your life and start creating the dreams that you thought were out of your reach? Are you ready to be free of the choices of other people? Are you ready to start living a life for yourself and creating the dreams that you want? And are you ready to start attracting relationships that show up to support those dreams? Are you also ready to create an amazing and deep love and trust in yourself and your decisions? If this is an absolute yes, then I want to invite you to come and join my seven-day unashamed chalk talk. In this seven-day course, we are going to be going over each one of the seven pillars for living an unashamed 
and completely self-trustful life. You will have some very quick, very concise, but powerful assignments to do every day. Plus, you also get access to me live for seven days. You are going to get to learn how to set the goals that you want to achieve in your life completely unashamed and also how to figure out what it is that's out of alignment in your life and stopping you from achieving those goals. Then we're going to get into how to get your brain to actually listen to the things that you want and start working on creating them. And also, how to give yourself permission to truly love and care for yourself in an amazingly, fabulously fun way. And also how to regain the confidence and love that you deserve to give yourself, despite what anyone else thinks, says, or does about you. Now, I can almost hear you say, okay, well, that sounds great, but how much does it cost? That is also an exciting part of this. It's only $97. Ah! How awesome is that? For only $97, you can start creating the changes you want. There's literally no reason for you to not click on the link in the description below and get started. Come join me today in the Unashamed Chalk Talk, and I'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me today and listening in on this podcasting episode. Don't forget 